When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for being here. Right now, we're jumping into a four-round predictive 2023 mock draft for your Jacksonville Jaguars. I was prepared to do five this week. I went from three to four last week. was prepared to do five this week, but guess what? The Jaguars don't have any fifth-round picks, and I'm not ready to dive into the sixth round yet. I have not watched enough prospects to get there yet. So we're sticking with a four-round mock draft, but Changing it up a little bit last week, I did a what I would do four-round mock draft. This week, we are doing it strictly predictive. This is based on what I believe Jaguars brass, Trent Baalke at general manager, Doug Peterson at head coach, Ethan Waugh, assistant GM, what I believe this team will do. Not what I think they should do, what I believe they will do with these picks. We're going to run this live on the NFL mock mock draft database simulator which you can find at nflmockdraftdatabase.com. And uh, we're just going to run it through there. We did it uh, last week. I liked how their platform worked. I definitely uh, think that there's still a lot of unknown when it comes to where players will go. Still don't know all of these underclassmen. Are Who's going to declare? Who's not going to declare? You had Olu Fashanu out of Penn State, who's only 19 years old, who is draft eligible who decided to go back to Penn State, he was probably going to be a top five, top 10 pick at offensive tackle. So there's a lot of dominoes left to fall. A lot's going to change. But the reason I like to keep doing this late in the season, week in, week out, is to give you different ideas of how this could look, uh, how things could play out. And draft position is changing weekly right now. You have the Jaguars and Lions matchup. Both teams are four and seven. Whoever wins this game, they're going to fall in the draft order, but they're going to rise in the the standings for 2022, right? Uh, And of course, you want to win this big game against the Lions, two young teams trying to establish themselves in this league. So that's going to directly impact draft position. So we'll take a look at how, how that works next week. But right now, 
the Jaguars are selecting 11th overall. And um, I think that's a great spot to be in. There should be plenty of talent. But without further delay, we're going to go ahead and get into this one. We're going to be trying to build on the team's strengths, address some needs, and find good value with every single pick here. We're not doing any trades yet, uh, just because I think it's a little too early to get into the trades. But let me go ahead and pull up the NFL Mock Draft Database Simulator for y'all. And we are good to go. Jaguars pick 11th, 41st, 72nd, 114, and 120. Again, this is a four-round, completely predictive mock draft. We'll go ahead and get it started here. Goodness gracious. Flurry of picks. Not doing any trades. You see Jalen Carter available at number four, or he's he's. Ranked their fourth highest player. He's number two on my board, my personal board. I do not believe there is any chance in hell that Jalen Carter falls to 11. So we're going to restart that. Had to do this last week too. I just, I cannot get behind a guy that talented at interior defensive line that could be, you know, the next Chris Jones type player falling to 11 overall. He's too talented, too good. So we are restarting this one. Andy's off the board. Okay, this feels a lot more realistic, right? Jalen Carter goes at 10. I don't know about that. I don't think he's fallen to 10. I don't think he's fallen out of the top five. But in terms of the players that are off the board, I think this does make sense. Miles Murphy... Jordan Addison could be available at 11, certainly could go this early. That would require Quentin Johnston going early, and I do like the Bears picking up Quentin Johnston for Justin Fields. I like the Texans taking by um, Bryce Young. All these picks make some sense to me. Could you imagine if the Eagles pick up Will Anderson in this draft? <laughs> Talk about building upon strengths. Their defensive front would be deadly. All right, so... C.J. Stroud, he could go. He could fall to this area. I don't think there's a consensus in the NFL right now on C.J. Stroud. You worry about his lack of creativity, his lack of or lack of uh, desire to be a mobile quarterback. I think physically he could be, but he just wants to sit in the pocket. When things get muddied, things don't always go well for C.J. Stroud. So I could see him falling here. Jaguars are not in the position to take a quarterback. They're not in the position to take a running back, even though Bijan Robinson is a fantastic prospect. He's a top five prospect for me, but you have Travis Etienne. You're not taking another running back at 12 overall. Tyree Wilson. This is an edge defender, big, long, athletic. He's been just a master in terms of creating pressure this year at Texas Tech. Are the Jaguars going to take another edge in the first round? I don't think so. They drafted Josh Allen in 2019 with the first over, first round pick. Drafted Caleb Von Chason in 2020 with the first round pick. Drafted Trayvon Walker in 2022 first overall. So I don't think they're, they're going for another edge player here. I'm going to rule that out. Michael Mayer certainly aligns with what the Jaguars need currently. 
at tight end, all three of the Jaguars' top tight ends are in expiring contracts. Evan Ingram, um, Dan Arnold, Chris Manhurts. The Jaguars need a tight end. Is Michael Mayer at 11 overall a good value? Because of how deep this class is at the tight end position, when you look at these tight ends, Darnell Washington, Dalton Kincaid, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, Sam Laporta, Jaheim Bell, I just don't think it really makes that much sense to bring in Michael Mayer at this spot. Now, is Michael Mayer the best of the tight ends in my opinion? Yes, and I think he's going to be a balanced tight end at the next level. He's going to provide you the ability to stay in and block, the ability to stretch the middle of the field and be a reliable target. And because having a balanced tight end like Michael Mayer is incredibly valuable. It is. I'm not going to take anything away from him. But I just don't know that it moves the needle enough when you have the rest of these guys that are available on the board that we just talked about. I don't think it moves the needle enough for 11 overall. Would I blame the Jags for making this pick? No. Do I think that they will make this pick? No. I think if if Brian Brissy and Jalen Carter are both off the board when the Jaguars pick, because I think they would take either of those players to plug in their interior, and both of those guys should be good against the run at the next level and have a strong pass rush presence. I think they would take either of those guys if they're available. In this situation, I think you're going to have to go with your top cornerback on your board, whoever that may be. Keely Ringo is off the board out of Georgia, who might have the most pure physical talent in this draft class at the cornerback position. But you talk about Joey Porter Jr., Cam Smith, Christian Gonzalez, Clark Phillips, even Devin Witherspoon for me, who's behind Emmanuel Forbes. I don't think he should be. I have... First round grades on all of these corners outside of Emmanuel Forbes at the top here. So what do I think the Jaguars would be interested in here? They've shown that they like length and athleticism at pretty much every spot. Joey Porter brings you plenty of length, brings you a really aggressive style of football. Cam Smith, uh, a little bit more on the average side when it comes to size. He's about six foot 180, but he's an absolute... Um, alpha out there. Christian Gonzalez has maybe the best hips and and feet in this class, and he's 6'2", 200. I think they'd be deciding between Joey Porter Jr. and Christian Gonzalez. And I think Christian Gonzalez is going to test out as a better athlete. He's got the length, that 6'2", 200 pounds. I think Christian Gonzalez could be the pick for the Jaguars here. I think Joey Porter Jr. could absolutely be the pick too, because I've already taken Christian Gonzalez in a Jaguars mock draft this year. We're going to go for Joey Porter Jr., who just brings an incredibly aggressive mindset. He brings the pedigree of his dad being, you know, one of the best edge rushers of the 90s, early 2000s. Joey Porter, um, great length, great physicality at the position, good feet. I think that he is going to be a really good pro for a long time. Part of it could depend on what you want from these players. If you want to play more off coverage, I think Christian Gonzalez makes a lot more sense. If you're drafting Joey Porter Jr., you need to be playing a lot of press. We'll see what the Jaguars decide to do if they are faced with this type of situation. I do think they would take Christian Gonzalez, even though I just said I wasn't going to take Christian Gonzalez. I think they would be really interested in him, Cam Smith, and Joey Porter Jr. at this spot. Cam Smith, again, not quite as big. 
But we'll go with Cam Smith to the Jaguars at 11 overall. Kind of doing mental gymnastics over here, if you can't tell. I think all three are great prospects. I like Clark Phillips a lot too, but he's only 5'10", so that's the knock on him. And I think Devin Witherspoon, he's going to be a first-round talent as well out of Illinois. But we'll go Cam Smith. He's uber-aggressive. He's been heavily penalized this year, but a guy that I think has incredible feet, incredible hip fluidity, uh, that alpha mindset as well. And I think that pairing him with Tyson Campbell, you've got two really good corners now on the outside. You've got Darius Williams in the slot. You can feel really good about your ability to cover opposing receivers and um, tight ends on the outside and in the slot now. So Cam Smith with the 11th overall pick to the Jaguars. They're now up again at 41 overall. And not going in the direction of the secondary, I would not think. I think, honestly, the Jaguars would like to go in the trenches in round one. That's what they like to do. Trent Baalke likes to do it. Doug Peterson appreciates trench play on both sides of the ball. Excuse me. And so we're looking at the trenches here, right? I think the Jaguars clearly need an interior pass rush presence. Dewan Smoot and Arden Key are both set to be free agents. I love Kalaja Kansi in that role. I don't think that the Jaguars will like him because he is undersized at six foot 280. I think Lucas Van Ness is certainly somebody that they could be interested in. He's an underclassman. He's a guy who's got inside outside versatility, pretty explosive, very violent hands. Uh, I think that when the Jaguars look at at defensive linemen, they like the ability to line them up at multiple spots. Lucas Van Ness can do that. I think Mike Morris also has some of that ability out of Michigan. He primarily aligns on the outside, but that guy's six foot six and 290 pounds. I think he can hold up on the interior if you're asking him to be an uh, interior pass rush specialist. So I don't know. I don't think that they would go after Tui or Mozzie right here in this spot personally. And I don't know that those would be great values. I do think Kalijah Kansi would be a value here. I just don't see the Jaguars going in that direction. So when you look at who's available, does Brian Branch make the Jaguars better? Yes, he absolutely does. He's kind of a safety slash nickel hybrid. And I think you could absolutely have him on the field with Andre Sisco and Darius Williams. Jaguars aren't going to go linebacker, even though Drew Sanders is a heck of a talent. Could they go receiver here? Could they go tight end? I think that Doug Peterson and and Trent Baalke would like a lot of what they see with the tight ends available here. I really do think they would. I think Darnell Washington, he is just a freak on a leash, right? Absolutely massive human being a good blocking tight end with room for growth there who also has become a really good pass catcher he's a really good linear athlete he's not going to have the quickness that you're looking for and some of the smaller guys at the position but this guy is a freak show out of georgia and i think that the jaguars have been in the business of drafting freak show type players i think darnell washington could very certainly very easily be the pick for the Jaguars at 41 overall, if he's still on the board. 
When you look at offensive tackle, do the Jaguars need one? Well, Jawan Taylor, is he going to be back? Do you feel comfortable with Walker Little at right tackle? I think Darnell Wright could certainly be in play there. Just based on the value. At wide receiver, you've still got Rayshu Rice and Cedric Tillman, two guys who I think are going to project to be possession-type receivers at the next level. Zay Flowers, who's Boston College's all-time leading receiver. Um, he's a one of the smaller-type receivers in this class, but every bit as explosive and quick and fast. He's got those ball skills that you look for. A.T. Perry, Xavier Hutchinson, Dontavion Wicks. Rakeem Jarrett, a lot of good receivers still on the board. Do the Jaguars prioritize receiver? They've got Calvin Ridley coming in. They've got Christian Kirk. They've got Zay Jones. I don't know that they're going to prioritize receiver here. In fact, I doubt that they will. I do think tight end would will be a priority. Talk about, well, do the Jaguars want to upgrade at left guard? You've got Tyler Shatley and Ben Barch. Both are under contract through 2023. I think the Jaguars certainly could. Andrew Voorhees at 69, goodness gracious. I don't know why they have him rated that low, in my opinion. He's clearly a second-round talent. And again, these numbers are based off of mock drafts from around the web, so can't blame NFL mock draft database. They're just doing their job here. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think in this situation, Darnell Washington might just be that freak that you go get for Trevor Lawrence, a guy who massive, massive tight end, right? A guy who, when Trevor Lawrence wants to put the ball up over the middle, chances are Darnell Washington's going to come down with it. And he's also a blocking presence. So this is a guy who provides balance at the position for you. And what does that do? Like, why do you need a balanced tight end? A balanced tight end is such a great thing for an offense to have because when he's on the field, the defense has to prepare for him to be a blocker and has to prepare for him to be a receiver. If you have a a tight end who can't block or you don't use as a blocker, it's kind of a tell when he's on the field what you're trying to do here. So Darnell Washington off the board for the Jaguars at 41 overall. Got two SEC big-time talents. We're not doing trades here. You've got Cam Smith, cornerback out of South Carolina, uber-aggressive, uber-talented, great, great ball skills for Cam Smith. Needs to be a little bit less grabby at the next level, but the same thing was true about J.C. Horn coming out, and I think that's something that you can very easily adjust. Now, Do I think the Jaguars are happy after having the first two picks and not being able to grab a defensive lineman? Probably not. But you've still got Lucas Van Ness here at 72 overall. Kalijah Kansi, Mozzie Smith. Mozzie Smith, I think, is going to be more of an interior run stuffer than a true pass rusher on the interior at the next level. Kalijah Kansi, he might not be the next Aaron Donald, but he is going to be a beast interior pass rusher. I don't think the Jaguars are going to like him because of the size. But Lucas Van Ness, he's 6'5", 275. Again, can play interior, can play outside. I think this is the type of guy the Jaguars really want. And again, Arden Key, DeWan Smoot, both on expiring contracts. We don't know that Lucas Van Ness will declare for the draft, but if he does and he's available at 72 overall, I think he provides the type of player that the Jaguars really covet. And so I think he would be the pick most likely if they are going defensive line here. The other options are interior offensive line, which I think they feel fine with Ben Barch. I mean, yeah, with Ben Barch and Tyler Shatley. Are they going to go receiver in the third round after trading for Calvin Ridley, after signing Christian Kirk, after signing Zay Jones? I doubt it. I think Lucas Van Ness makes a lot of sense for the Jaguars here. I think that would be the pick in this situation. And again, This is fluid. A lot will change. We're just trying to provide quality analysis on what might happen, what could happen, what I think would happen for the Jaguars in these situations. Again, no trades here. So you've addressed corner. You have a really good corner to pair with Tyson Campbell now. You've got Darius Williams in the slot. You feel good about that. You've got a big, balanced tight end in Darnell Washington at 41 overall who can certainly be a seam stretcher, a guy that Trevor Lawrence targets over the middle of the field. 
And then Lucas Van Ness, who is another versatile defensive lineman, plays interior, plays edge. He can do a lot for you. I think that the Jaguars value his his uh, profile and his versatility. Man, I personally would have a really tough time passing on Xavier Hutchinson at this spot. You're talking about top of the fourth round. I think Xavier Hutchinson has starting receiver ability in this league in the NFL. I wouldn't pass on him. Will the Jaguars pass on him? You know, I think he has a really quality skill set. If you're talking about replacing Marvin Jones, who is kind of that possession, go up and get it type receiver, you can throw him the ball when he's covered. I think Xavier Hutchinson has a lot of that in his game. Marvin Jones is going to be 33. Um, He's on an expiring contract. I think you could look at Xavier Hutchinson, Dontavion Wicks, Rakeem Jarrett. I love all of those guys. Dante Demas has had a ton of injuries he's dealt with. Rome, I mean, goodness gracious, this is a really young kid. I don't know if he's going to declare or not, but he's six foot four, 200 plus. He's a talented young player. You know, I haven't finalized who I will have higher on my board between these three receivers. And I don't know that the Jaguars will take a receiver this high. They might, though, because if Marvin Jones moves on, you do want to have that prototype, that type of receiver in your room. I don't think Rakeem Jarrett is a one-to-one replacement for Marvin Jones. He's more of a separator, speedy route runner type of guy. I think Dontavion Wicks and Xavier Hutchinson could make a lot of sense, though. We'll go with Xavier Hutchinson in this one out of Iowa State. He's a really good route runner, nuanced football player, strong hands, can go up and get it for you. Xavier Hutchinson. So we have drafted two targets for Trevor Lawrence. Darnell Washington is a target for Trevor. He also happens to be an extension of the offensive line. I think you like that a lot. I think that the Jaguars would be happy with Lucas Van Ness. I think they would be happy with Cam Smith. But ultimately, if they have the ability to draft, I think Brian Brissy or Jalen Carter, that's the direction they would go. We've got one pick left here. Could the Jaguars upgrade their edge? I think, yeah, they could. And you've got some quality options here. I love KJ Henry in the fourth round out of Clemson. This is a former big-time recruit. He's got great athleticism. He's shown development throughout his career at Clemson. Um, He's been overshadowed by Brian Brissy, by Miles Murphy, by some of the other guys that have come through there. But I think K.J. Henry would be a great value in the fourth round. And uh, I think he could really fortify what you've got going on on the edge from a depth standpoint, from a rotational standpoint. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Talk about safety. Rayshon Jenkins is under contract through 2023. Are the Jaguars going to use their team out on him? I don't know. I think Rayshon's had a very solid year. I think he's really good in run defense, really good in pursuit. He does make plays in coverage, but he's overall inconsistent as a coverage player. Not sure you're drafting anyone right here that is going to come in and and change the world there for you at safety. Really like KJ Henry at this spot. 
I don't think they'll take a running back this high, but goodness. Sean Tucker, Zach Evans, Kenny McIntosh, Deuce Vaughn, Kendra Miller. I do like Roshan Johnson, but he's a little bit limited at the next level. Same thing with Chris Rodriguez. I would have a really hard time passing on Sean Tucker in this spot, or Zach Evans for that matter. But I think that the Jaguars would probably go K.J. Henry in this setting. Really good athlete, really good size, prototypical. I think you get him in here as another defensive lineman, edge player, potentially to replace Caleb on Chason's role. Um, again, Arden Key and Dewan Smoot expiring contracts. K.J. Henry makes a lot of sense to me. All right, so that is it for this 2023 Jacksonville Jaguars four-round predictive mock draft. And again, this is based off of what happened in the NFL mock draft database simulator. Cam Smith at 11 overall provides you a really aggressive alpha mentality um, cornerback to pair with Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams, which you desperately need. I think Cam Smith presents excellent value at 11 overall and fits a huge need. Darnell Washington is a similar type pick for me in that I think he provides value and fills a huge need. And um, he he's a balanced tight end who he's just a freak. Six foot seven, 260, I believe. Uh, NFL defenders are going to have a tough time with Darnell Washington with his athleticism and size. Lucas Van Ness, kind of in the same mold as Trayvon Walker, although I think he fits more as strictly a defensive lineman, a 3-4 uh, defensive end. You can even knock him inside when you're in your nickel looks and have him rush from the interior. I think he makes a lot of sense. Uh, you can also align him at edge, 3-4 outside linebacker. I don't think you really want him dropping too often, but a guy that you can align at different spots across this defensive line. Xavier Hutchinson, I think he's a perfect replacement for Marvin Jones in this offense. Really strong hands, really good route runner. I think eventually over the next couple of years, he could be an upgrade over Marvin Jones just based on his ability to separate and get open. And then we rounded out with K.J. Henry, who is a former big-time recruit for Clemson. He's had a productive career there, just been out overshadowed by a couple of the other guys, Miles Murphy, Brian Brissy, et cetera, but certainly in the fourth round, I think a player who comes in and can immediately fill a role for you. And I think KJ Henry has starting potential in the NFL. Not that he'll become a starter in Jacksonville, but a guy like that as a quality rotational player for you up front makes a lot of sense for me. I think this rapidly and massively improves the Jaguars football team. You've got two, two weapons for Trevor Lawrence. You've got someone to pair with Tyson Campbell on the outside You've got another defensive lineman you bring in here and you kind of uh, kind of fill fill the void that's left by some of the attrition that might happen when you talk about Arden Key and Dewan Smoot and then K.J. Henry, uh, your potential Caleb on chase on replacement as your third edge for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I really like this draft. It's not what I would have done at every step, but uh, I think that this is a draft that reflects what Trent Baalke might do in 2023, I think all of the picks kind of fall into fall into uh, his his history of what he likes to do in the draft. 
So yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. I'd love to know what you think in the comments. Like to remind you to hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jack, or at Generation Jack. Hit the like and subscribe button here on YouTube. And if you want to support the channel further, you can check out GenJack.com, pick up some new Duval gear. You can also become a channel member on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. Hope you have a great Thursday. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.